4: I'm AJ Hoffman with the sports betting headlines for Monday. Golden State Warriors, life breathed back into them. They upset the Celtics on Friday in game four, winning outright as a four-point dog behind Steph Curry's phenomenal performance. Money has come in on those Warriors ahead of tonight's game five. The Warriors currently four-point favorites hosting the Celtics, the biggest favorites they've been at any point in the series and Charles Schwartz wins the inaugural live event Rory Wins the RBC Canadian Open their pay gap astounding here comes a full hour of the Vegas Truth covering all that and more
3: you're listening to Fox Sports, Sports, Radio. Sports, Radio. Sports Radio this is straight out of Vegas with the voice of Vegas your host RJ Bell give me a mother, give me a song, and the pregame show America has always wanted. I the I the From the Vegas Strip, here's RJ Bell.
4: That's right, almost. I'm AJ Hoffman in. For R.J. Bell, but we are live from Las Vegas, live on Monday, live on 225 FSR stations across this great, great nation. I'm joined in studio by the only two-time, two-time winner of the Super Contest, Mr. Steve Fezzik. Steve, how are you? Slightly
6: hungover and disrupted from what was a great evening last night where I stayed up late. Well,
4: let's pull the curtain back a bit because... I texted Steve this morning and said, "Hey, you up to do the radio show with me?" Long wait, long. Usually, it's like a re- immediate reply. Phone
6: text wise is on my hip now. People send me emails, I don't get back. I'm like text, 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 text. I'll always, I'll always get back to you unless I'm like not
4: awake. Or a couple other reasons that happened maybe once every six months. What, what was the reason today? I was not awake. You were not awake. Now this wasn't at like six AM. This I mean this was like what, ten? So full disclosure,
6: so one day staycation was at Caesars View of the Bellagio Towers. Thank you, Caesars. Caesars took care of me last night. Saw Chris Angel. Oh, unbelievable. Chris Angel, so good at Planet Hollywood. The mind freak. The mind freak. It was kind of freaky, straight jackets and some leather and some stuff. And I saw not only did I see Chris Angel fly, I saw him disappear. I'm not making this up. I'm in the middle with my family of the um, the beautiful theater. And he appeared. In two rows in front of us, two rows in front of us. Boom! It's in it. out of the out of the blue. Out of the blue. I mean, like there, there's no possible way he could have gotten there. No one was getting up and and, and down. It's not like we we're paying attention to, but it was two rows in front of us. You if know what he, that is? It's it it's magic.
4: It's magic. That's
6: <laughs> so absolutely correct. So if you correct. if you need to see a magician, I've seen them all. I tell you what, you will not
4: go wrong with Chris Angel. So basically, what you're saying is, I drug you away from a staycation with your family. Or did I drag you away from the bar? Just
6: curtailed it. A little bit early, so should I slur my words or should I look like <laughs> I shouldn't drive home because I'm impaired? Um, that is, I wasn't supposed to start today, so I, I'm just like this. I wasn't supposed to be the starting pitcher, so I, I stayed out late. And by the way, um, yeah, some starting pitchers are notorious for pitching no hitters in situations
4: like that. It, I, it's been known to, to happen. So, uh, but I appreciate you coming in. Uh, we've got a lot of show to pack in today. Let's start with game four which was on friday we haven't had a chance to touch on it yet and this was i think a this was steph's all-time great game like this i don't know if statistically it was his best game ever but this is the game where everybody was saying warriors are dead there's there's not enough and Steph is out of gas, and I'm included in this part. Steph's out of gas in the fourth quarter. They don't have enough – he doesn't have enough left in the tank by the time he gets there.
6: I heard the show end of last week. I agreed with everything. You backed it up tremendously. Steph Curry – Steve Kerr has no idea what he's doing. He's playing him like he was 30, and he's 34. And he clearly has doesn't have enough left in the tank. Well, let's just say, if you have a Steph Curry rookie card, it's worth more today than it was on Friday.
4: Steph Curry gives me and everybody else who may have questioned him the middle finger, 43 points in game four, a dominant performance, incredibly efficient, had some moments in that game where, like, McKenzie and I were talking about this. There, there's a play where... Marcus Smart and Robert Williams are both out on him. And he bodies Marcus Smart to the floor. He, he dribbles around Robert Williams and then just walks by him like he's not even there all of mm-hmm. a sudden and hits a floater. And it's, it, those are the kind of plays, if the Warriors win this series, if the, that's what's crazy. If the Warriors don't win this series, it's forgotten in time. If they do win this series, those types of moments we're going to see for years. Because this is an all-time great.
6: But if they lose, you say it's an all-time great and it's a signature moment. But if they lose, you're right. It is forgotten. As they say, um, like tears in rain, it'll be completely
4: forgotten. And here we are as we lead into game five and, Mackenzie, give us a, a market update. How's the line moved since the open on Game 5?
5: Open at Warriors, minus 3.5, same where, same as it was in Game 1. We've seen money on the Warriors, minus 4, minus 4.15 in some spots right now in tonight's Game 5.
4: And it goes back to the same thing we said after Game 2. The Celtics have been phenomenal coming off a loss in these playoffs. They, they have really been incredible, have not lost two games in a row yet. Market's not impressed. They're not. And... Steve, I'll ask you, you're the expert on the on the betting market. How much of that is because we are just slaves to the moment and we are enamored with what we most recently watched.
6: I think the public is getting involved here, where I think that the public not just slave to the moment, but slave to the fact that, you know what, favorites the last five years have done quite well throughout the NBA playoffs. If you're laying it, you're making money. And you're not, it, it isn't tears and rain. It's, it's just profits. By the way, that's from Blade Runner, one of the great theatrical quotes. And I'm shocked by the home court. Two, these are two equal teams. I think we can say that right now plus or minus a half a point. <laughs> and, and the home team keeps laying four. When did home court advantage become worth four? Well, apparently it's here and the market is endorsing it.
4: Let me tell you just how close these two teams are through four games. The Warriors have scored 422 points. The Celtics have scored 421. They have both made exactly 64 three-pointers. Boston is plus four in rebounding. Golden State's plus one in offensive rebounding. Golden State plus one in turnovers. Their field goal percentage, Golden State 44.9. Boston 44.2. We said at the beginning of this series these two teams are very evenly matched. They are clearly very evenly matched, well, and I would argue this. And I, I, you know, I'll ask you, I'll ask the two of you this: when, when it's such a, a closely matched, you know, skill level between these two teams, how much of it is really about skill and player ability? Then how much is it about want to and drive? And because it feels like. The team that's been tougher has won every game. The team, the team that's been the bully, has won every game.
6: Seems feels like the team that lost the game before has won and covered every game. You know, Zigzag has been rocking and rolling throughout the playoffs, and it really has come full circle. Where with Zigzag, essentially, you bet. On the team that lost and did not cover the game before, and that is working fabulous here throughout the playoffs and certainly in the finals where it's undefeated,
4: that lands us on Boston. Tonight. And often we see the line adjust for that zigzag. Here we're not. We're, we're in fact, seeing the opposite. We're yeah, views... it's going
6: oppo. Oh, and I think you you nailed it. Why is it going oppo? Oh? Because the narrative has changed that— um, Steph went from a aging player with a bum ankle to
4: the best player in the NBA all in one game. The Celtics, after game three, were minus 220 to
5: win the series. McKenzie, what's the current number? Celtics, uh, Warriors minus 145, Celtics plus 120. Uh, from one game,
4: from minus 220 to plus 120. Mm-hmm. I mean if let's just make this a rule of thumb you cannot bet a team to win the series after a win like it's just it's it's just bad judgment in in the NBA playoffs right
6: I, because the zigzag is so yes. strong that they lose the next game
4: consistently so yes if you had bet the warriors to win the series after game 3 you were getting almost 2 to 1 now you pay in minus 145 so yes. it, i mean it's just a huge swings minus one forty five a proxy for uh, Steph Curry to be the MVP of the of the finals. That's exact exact number. So can Steph win it if they lose? I, with the way he's played, I would argue yes, but it's it's just such a long shot. But I, I mean, this would be a, as good of a case as any. It was if he continues
6: to play this way. It was an enormous long shot, but the perfect storm is hitting where. The wave is building. Steph keeps playing great. Um, Tatum can't play a lick compared to what we expect. You've got the notes on Tatum, right?
4: Yeah, on Curry and Tatum. And this this is a wild dichotomy between these two stars. Steph Curry, through four games, among, this is amongst players with at least 20 field goal attempts in the NBA Finals. He is having the second-best true shooting performance in Finals history, only behind 2017 Kevin Durant who he shot a ridiculous 69.8%. Curry right now is at 66.4. On the other side, in modern NBA history, Jason Tatum who's right now at 47.7% true shooting. If the Celtics win and his numbers hold, that would be the lowest true shooting percentage by a team by a, a, an alpha player that won the NBA Finals in the modern NBA era. So I clearly cannot give the MVP to Tatum if he continues to play as he has because he's setting
6: records for worst, not best performance. So that means if Brown does not play well, and by some miracle, the um, the rest of the Celtics gang, Al for- Horford and company, step up their game and they find a way to win, I, th- I think Steph could win.
5: I, I don't, th- Mackenzie. What are your thoughts on that? I think it's Jerry West's situation. There's nobody else that because th- when you win the Finals MVP, you talk about Magic Johnson winning it. It's who do we want to talk about after the game? Who does the media want to talk about after the game? It's not going to be a guy shooting 35 percent if the Celtics somehow get there. I think it'd be I think it'd be Curry right now if the Finals ended. So if you don't bet, if
6: you want to bet Golden State to win the title, and you shouldn't because AJ, you just said don't ever bet on a team off of a don't. win. But if you had to, I would. Fully endorse. Unless Steph breaks his ankle tonight, he's going to be the MVP. And you know what? If he breaks it in the fourth quarter, he still might be the.
4: MVP. He, he might be. And if they if they end up losing after he breaks his ankle, all that does is prove the point. And he was the most valuable player in this series. I don't think there's any question about who the most valuable player in this series is. But that's this is a, a, a an award that's voted on. That you can't point to a scoreboard or a stat sheet never, and say,
6: yeah. But the narrative he's never won it before, so now he's true. Now he gets the favorable rounding.
4: But the narrative is also the loser doesn't get the spoils. That's a good point. So that there's going to be a a, a pushback there. And
6: lots of extra vig. We always emphasize don't bet the needle in the haystack type of props like this because the house hides all this extra vigorous where if you bet on each and every player and you didn't have any skin in the game – regardless of who won, you would like lose a staggering like 40% of your bankroll just doing that because of the house vig.
4: We are going to take our first break when we come back, I want to look at the Warriors confidence level. I would argue that there are four key players for the Warriors who I am more bullish on now. Than I was when they left Oak or San Francisco now the first time. We'll talk about that on the other side. When he's Steve Fezzik. I'm AJ Hoffman. This is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Vegas! Straight
1: out of Vegas!
4: Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays
3: at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the
0: iHeartRadio app.
2: Higher Ratings, and Consumer Reviews, and be sure to check out all their current
1: special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I disagree with intervention. I disagree with protocol.
4: I'm A.J. Hoffman. We are straight out of Vegas on oh, this is the fastest growing show on Fox Sports Radio. That's because of you spreading the word. You can listen on the iHeartRadio app. Just search for straight out of Vegas. Here on the Strip, it is 97 degrees, and this is like a cool front, to be honest. So the the neon is relaxed right now. It, it was It was rough this weekend, 109 a couple times this weekend. Dry heat. Oh, yeah. That's, it makes all the difference, right? Uh, we were talking about, before we went to break, we were talking about the guys who Golden State has to feel more confident in now than they did after they left San Francisco the first time. We, after, after Game 1 and 2, we said, is anyone going to step up and help Steph? And at the time, it looked like, maybe not. Maybe, maybe it's just, Steph is gonna, it's going to have to be the Steph show. Game 1 and 2, Klay Thompson... 13 and a half points per game, game three and four, 21 and a half points per game. His, his field goal percentage goes from 30 to 41. Three point percentage goes from 26 to 39. Clearly clay is starting to turn back into clay and he, and McKenzie, you agree late in that game. Game four, Clay. we saw the defensive stopper, Clay Thompson. Jalen Brown, like, passed on a screen so he could break Clay down one on one, and Clay gave him nothing.
5: 100%. In the fourth quarter, Jalen Brown was a zero. That has everything to do with Clay Thompson.
4: Yeah, and there were talks, oh, Clay Thompson can't defend anymore. He's, he's donezo as a defender. Well, there's still something there. Jordan Poole, speaking of. Dunzo is a defender. I don't know that he ever was. But uh, his field goal percentage has gone from 38 to 48. And his turnovers have nearly been cut in half from game one and two to game three and four. Suddenly, you feel like you can have Jordan Poole out there on the floor again. Because he is a negative defensively. So he's got to be good offensively. In the first two games in San Francisco, he was terrible offensively. They're getting more out of him. Andrew Wiggins went from 15 and a half points per game to 17 and a half but five and a half boards per game to eleven and a half boards in games three and four and the guy who I think is kind of an unsung hero for Golden State who they've got to feel confident in right now is Kevon Looney when he's on the floor the Warriors get 37.5 percent of their own misses they're they're rebounding 37 near 38 percent of their own misses so how often does Steph miss okay 38 percent of that uh, you get another shot Mm -hmm. Uh, it's it's unbelievable he's plus 36 when he's on the court I think they've got to find a way to get him more minutes he is a a game changer in that aspect not much he's not going to give you much on offense but what's Draymond giving you on offense a big zero and Looney's actually been better offensively than him. So I would say that when we talk about role players play better at home than they do on the road, that wasn't the case in the first two, in, in these first four games. And not that Clay Thompson and Andrew Wiggins are role players, but in those first two games, it sure felt like they were. Like you need something out of those sure. guys. They showed up on the road. Will they bring that game with them at home? If they do, the Warriors absolutely are live in this thing. Like, if if you get those kind of performances for the rest of the series, they're live. If these guys turn back into pumpkins, it's it's going to be more of the same. It's going to be back and forth. Boston's going to win.
6: Now it's interesting. When was the last time you saw a minus one forty five favorite to win the title? Talking about what we need to have happen just to make them live. So clearly, you think Boston is is undervalued. Y- yes.
4: Here's what it is though. As do I? Here's the problem with it. I'm I'm I've got no appetite to bet Boston to win this game because Steph Curry plays on the other team and find an example where there is an all-time top 10 15 player of all time on one side and there's not one on the other and you feel good betting against that all-time great you w- win the finals you want the best players, that's when they make their moments. That's how they become the best players of all time. And Steph Curry is on one side. Boston's got a bunch of good players. They don't have an all-time legendary figure. We saw the Pistons beat the Lakers once. That was, yeah, the
6: I mean, 2004. Few, few and far between, right?
4: Yeah. It's just, I'm not, I don't have an appetite to bet against these all-time legends. Because typically, that's why this is why they're legends. They win in spots like these, and but then again, just end of last week, you're talking
6: and made some had some great data on how Curry isn't a legend anymore, and he's 34, and he's.
4: Oh, I never said down. Curry's no longer a legend. All right, I, no, but I, I said he wasn't playing like a legend. Right, I said that they're they're, I my beef was more with Steve Kerr than Steph Curry. I said they're running him into the ground, and you're wondering why aren't you getting anything in the fourth quarter. Well, you've run them into the ground. Hmm. And, you know, that brings me to the way that I want to get at this game tonight. And I'll see if you guys endorse this. The first quarter in this series has been consistently going over, over, over. Tonight, set at 52. In the first four games, the first quarters had 60, 61, 55, and 55 points scored. What we know about the first quarter is Steph Curry's going to play 12 minutes. So think about that. <laughs> so the first four games, the first
6: quarter, the total has been lined pretty consistently at 54 to 54 and a half. And then we see four straight overs. I get it. Game four was a minor miracle. They scored a zillion points in the final 40 seconds, but we're still 4-0 to the over. Yeah. So you're, you'd you think, wow, that first quarter, it's probably still going to be at 54 and a half Nope, drops down to 52. Why? Because the now we're getting deeper in the series and the overall game totals dropping. But does that really apply to the first quarter based upon what we're seeing? Yeah, drop the other quarters. That first quarter, I fully endorse your over 52 first quarter as a uh, with Curry playing 12 minutes. Maybe it gets tight later but probably starts out with a lot of action.
4: Yeah, it feels like over 50. I I don't understand totally the move down to 52. I get, like you said, the the game total move, but that just seems like an alarming move to two and a half points in a quarter. Just for the the move, the to say that's the standard move when you when you drop the game total down this much, it just doesn't fit to me. Yeah. So, and, and and you
6: know, sec, obviously, I, I like second quarter under. You know, because at some point, I think the total makes sense to be lower, and that means if I if I want to get at the under, I don't want to bet a pre flop. I'll wait till the first quarter ends. Maybe bet a live under. Maybe look at. Um, uh, clever ways to get at some other unders like the second quarter under, uh, second half under.
4: And we'll have some more best bets in the final segment. I, I want to get to some NFL. We talked last time Fez was here. We were talking about fading Cleveland. The Deshaun Watson news was just starting to to break. We saw their win total over the course of two days go from ten to nine and a half to nine. They went from being favored to win the AFC North to now currently not favored to win the AFC North. Off the board in some places, the books are um, getting very nervous
6: about even putting anything up because they know they know the hammer's coming down. Is it going to be a 10 game suspension, a full season you know, suspension? We don't know.
4: But no one expects to see Watson anytime soon. Right. No, I, I, I certainly don't. So. How can we how can we get at that now? You're probably too late on Brown's win total under that, that, that ship's probably sailed if your book even has it up. The only one I could still look at is Circa has
6: these alternative totals, which I think are rarely the right way to go. But in this case, they're they have under eight plus 200, two to one. And I think, boy, you know, there's a whole lot of variance on how good Cleveland's going to be with Jacoby Brissett. I I could take a, a take a shot under eight at two to one. I think I think that's the move. Yeah, instead of playing an under nine minus one fifteen, because I think there's so much variability with the suspension.
4: But what we did here this weekend was Lamar Jackson saying, "Listen, if I don't," get... and Lamar Jackson, one of the few players in the NFL who doesn't have an agent, represents himself. They still have not come to a long-term agreement, even though the Ravens say they want to. I think that Lamar wants a contract similar to what the Browns gave to Sean Watson. I don't think any other team in the NFL is in a hurry to say, "Okay, we're guaranteeing all your money. I I, I just don't think it's going to happen right away. But there could be a standoff. But what Lamar says is, "Okay, if you don't want to pay me this money long term, I'm willing to go year to year. You think that's a reason to be bullish on the Ravens. I
6: love a player that's playing for a contract because he's all in looking for that big payday, fully motivated and I mean we see him with Aaron Donald doesn't get his extension, so boom, he wins the Super Bowl. Yeah, Cooper Cup, he's pretty good year last year you know?
4: got some money for it, too. it uh it,
6: it 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 will fully motivate lamar jackson to get back in the top 10 and all of this quarterback stats and frankly this is a perfect storm you look at this division everyone knows baltimore they only won eight games last year it was a train wreck lots of injuries lots of issues they're better than that they've got a really good coach the Bengals super bowl hangover really difficult schedule have to expect the Bengals to regress. Cleveland has a nightmare situation right now, and the Steelers, Have a new quarterback. You could just say, it. Uh, let's just leave it at that. Let's just say it's going to be a minor miracle if they can continue their streak of not having losing years um, under Tomlin.
4: The Ravens' win total has ticked up from 9.5 to 10 over the course of this offseason. So there is some belief in the Ravens. Can you get us an updated AFC North price on the Ravens, McKenzie? Yes, the Ravens, as of this week, are favorites at plus 190. Plus 190. That sounds like a good number to you? It sounds like a very good number. Think about this.
6: If the Ravens win 10 games, you don't win your season win over. You push.
4: Yeah. If they win 10 games. They probably win the division.
6: And you're getting plus 190. And in fact, if they win nine games, let's, let's be ridiculous and say they go 9-7-1. and um, You lose if you bet
4: them over 10 season wins. I think they're going to win the division if they go nine seven and one. I wouldn't argue against it. So, uh, so still some ways to fade the Browns. They still exist out there in the wild. You can still do it. Uh, I want to get into the live tournament and talk about the impact of what of this weekend. But first, be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at six PM Eastern, three PM Pacific. Hey, Dan, are you getting the vibe that if you are in support of this live tournament or this live uh, tour, that you're somehow anti-American?
5: I think it's trending towards that way. A lot of the questioning today towards Phil Mickelson was about uh, the Saudis and their role in 9-11. And I think that it has taken a bit of a turn with that, with now Mickelson actually talking to the media for the first time stateside publicly. So, yeah, I would kind of agree with that sentiment a bit.
4: Yeah, it's interesting. I heard Dan Patrick saying uh, it'll be interesting to see how these guys are greeted by the fans. Mm -hmm. I I, I don't know. Listen, here's what I know. This is the other thing, Dan. Thank you, Dan. This is the other thing that that Dan Patrick said today. He said no one had a better weekend than Rory McIlroy. Let me give you a name of someone who did. Charles Schwartzel. Rory McIlroy, the number three golfer in the world. Won the RBC Canadian Open. Good for him. For that, he took home $1.5 million. That's a nice weekend, right? Nice nice, uh, nice payday for 72 holes of golf. Well, Charles Schwartzel, who's not top three in the world. In fact, in the last three years, he's played 56 tournaments and made 29 cuts. <laughs> Barely over 50% making the cut. He's And since 2018, he's made $3.2 million. Well, this weekend, he got a check for $4 million. I I don't understand how more golfers... like. If I'm Rory McIlroy, I'm the third best golfer in the world, and I see some guy like Charles Schwartzel, who if he hadn't ever won the Masters, and he won the Masters 11 years ago, if he hadn't won that Masters, I wouldn't know his name. Mm. I wouldn't know him from anybody. He made four million dollars. Basically, his caddy tip is what Rory made at the at the RBC. If I'm Rory, and I know Rory has been sort of the one of the outspoken guys against a live tour. How, how many guys are going to sit around and look at this and say, yeah, this is good for me. This is good business to keep playing on the PGA Tour.
6: You know, I got, a, I got several comps here, but I want to talk about the professional gambling comps. OK, there's lots of professional gamblers out there. And I can tell you that you, the guys you see on TV oftentimes are not indeed the best poker players. And certainly the not, not the best sports betters, not the best gamblers. The very best gamblers, they keep track of things one way. With their wallet, and there's a special promotion in Washington State, and blackjacks are playing two for one, you know, two to one. They're going to Washington State to take advantage of that. They're going all over the country, video poker for of a kind special that they're paying double if if you get sevens, eights, or nines, and they're just attacking here, there, everywhere. My friend Frank B, you know, does this. He doesn't care about all these other people that are making like the pro. Uh, uh, uh better's hall of fame and 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 the pro um, poker players Hall of Fame. he just cares about how much money he's making you know what because he's making more than all these other guys yeah. and you know i I have all the respect in the world to charles Schwartzel and 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 all these other guys on that are playing in the live Tour. If the money's there, take advantage
4: yeah Schwartzel was twenty five to one. To win the tournament, Rory was nine to one. Uh, expected value was almost the same, even though Rory's so much better. So, if you're Rory, I get it. You're loyal, but you could go over there and dominate that field, play less holes of golf. You don't even have to dominate.
6: Like, to use a comparison, another comp, the World Series of Pokers in town. We're going to have the main event. We all know we watch the main event. We watch, yeah. you know, the um, Greg Raymer win Fossilman. By the way, I played in the seniors event. He was at, in my event that I lost in it over at Wynn. Um, you know, Jamie Gold, um, you know, Phil Hellmuth. We watch these guys win. They win $8 million now if they win first. Here's what's shocking to me. How good is the Live Tour? Well, imagine you could play in the World Series of Poker, but you know you don't have to beat 6,600 people. You can fast forward to the final seven tables. You can be one of the last 50 people alive. At that point in time, you know what you're looking at at that point? Well, obviously, massive equity for all these guys. That's just a standard week on the Live Tour where the number 50 guy, the number 48 guy who finishes in last, is making about the same as the guy, a little over 100,000, that is in the final 50 of 6,000 people in the main event and first prize. You know, we're in the same ballpark. You make six, eight. Four million. It's about the same. It's
4: crazy the numbers. And you're getting paid no matter what. Like I said, Charles Schwartzel, 29 cuts he's made in 56 tournaments in in the last three years. That means 27 times he went home with no paycheck. And
6: and I think the comps uh, playing on this tour from from everything I'm read, you're talking five star hotel, getting whatever they want um, in terms of perks versus. I don't know. I'm sure there's some nice hotels at the Memorial in Columbus. But in Columbus, Ohio, I don't think the lifestyle is as good.
4: All right. We are going to take our final break. We're going to come back. We're going to give a a, a little deeper preview on tonight's Game 5. Give some best bets. I'm Steve Fezzik. I'm A.J. Hoffman. This is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio.
2: Higher ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all their current special offers.
1: Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be.
3: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast
4: is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've
3: summoned something from this board. This is
4: Straight out of Vegas, Game Five tonight. You would think that the extra the extra day of rest is probably like the travel day is a help to the Warriors, who are the the much much older team. We've talked a lot on this show about sure. the Celtics being incredibly young, having the the youngest core. Uh, this would be the youngest court to win the NBA title ever if they were to do so. The rest probably not as big of a deal to them, but to these warriors who are a bunch of old dogs, every day counts, right? Absolutely. I think that's an excellent point. So he, there's so here's what I think about tonight's game. Like I said, I, I'm not really trying to get in front of Steph Curry. it it doesn't make sense to me uh i think that tonight's game comes down to a couple things and mckenzie you actually sent me a great stat on the offensive rebounding which i think is a key factor tonight when Looney's on the floor the warriors are they rebound 36 percent of their misses the best team in the nba this year the memphis grizzlies were a 29 percent offensive rebounding team i that's Looney Looney has to play big minutes. They're better with him on the floor. They've been better with him on the floor all 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 uh finals. Last game, he was he had his most minutes. You know, before you were on the show, Looney was an
6: analytics darling. So like I told RJ three years ago when with Van Vliet and Looney, like these guys are guys, the analytics guys just loved before they, you know, became even names. And
4: I think that the the Celtics to have success tonight cannot turn the ball over live. And we looked into – when because the Celtics are a bad – I shouldn't say that. The Celtics are an elite half-court defensive team. They are a below-average transition defensive team. Of the 60 turnovers, 40 have been of the live ball variety. Hmm. So that means 40 chances – Golden State gets a steal and they're off to the races. You cannot have that. You cannot on the other side of the 59 times the the Celtics have turned it over, only 29, or excuse me, 25 have been live ball. So a much lower percentage you can set your defense Actually, both these teams much better defensively w- when they're in the half court and set. So uh, I think that's the key tonight. The Celtics have been better about turning the ball over after a loss. I mean, they've been better at everything after a loss. So I understand why people are saying, hey, let's back to Celtics. Let's back to Celtics tonight. You have found a way to back to Celtics without totally backing them.
6: Exactly right. And I still have my Boston 10-1 to 1 to win it all, so that's certainly live. I'm excited, by the way, about our best bets here. Oftentimes we're scrambling. We have leans. We don't feel that strong. We have several really good best bets, in my opinion. Mine is Boston first half plus two. I get everything with this. First thing, I get Boston off the zigzag, so the team that just lost the game, underachieved, makes the adjustments, comes out well. And frankly, I want Boston in the first half. I don't want boston in the third quarter where golden state has just absolutely kicked butt against every opponent that they've been playing throughout the history of the playoffs including in this series against boston and i don't want boston in a close game in the fourth quarter where they oftentimes show cracks um not having been there before not having enough seniority losing close games throughout the year frankly so i want boston early with the most motivation with the most with the the first adjustments off the loss celtics First half, plus two, my best bet.
4: Yeah, and the, the Warriors being outscored by about four points per game in these finals, or, uh, in the, excuse me, in the first halves of these finals. So I I can't argue with it. McKenzie, what's your best bet for tonight's
5: game? Let's go right on theme. Warriors third quarter. They're obviously going to be down. The Celtics are going to have a big first half. But in this series alone, 12 points per game better In the third quarter. So if they played like the third quarter every quarter, they'd be winning these finals by 48 points a game. (laughs) It's ridiculous. It's kind of insane, right? And if you just look to Kerr era, this is very consistent. Last nine years, they have a better margin in the third quarter than they do in all the other quarters combined. Mackenzie, are you taking minus 150 on the money line third quarter or minus one and a half? Take minus 150. So many of these quarters are tied. Don't expect it to matter, but minus 1.5 versus minus 150, I say minus 150 is the better bet. And playing
4: this preflop isn't crazy because last week we talked about I was saying, oh, maybe I should just take the Warriors minus 1.5 in the third quarter, and you were like, no, no, no. They're going to be down big. You'll get a better number. Turns out. Nope, they're still saying they know they're going to give you the minus one and a half well, anyway. What's
6: fascinating about this the Warriors were, were minus one and a half in the third quarter. Um, Pre flop. Yeah. Um, and then what happens at halftime, the, the markets forget these odds. I've always talked about the odds makers not nearly as good as the betters. And as soon as they. The odds maker puts up that third quarter line you just see a, a freight train of cash on golden state for the third quarter line that gets put up at some books at halftime
4: and for mine we're, we're going to go with the over 52 in the first quarter 60 61 55 55 yet somehow the first quarter total's gone down two points
6: i fully endorse this play and what's happening is that the The total for the game has been dropping um, from from opens down to 211. And so all the quarters are getting adjusted downward. This is a mistake by the betting marketplace. Adjust the second quarter, the third quarter and the fourth quarter, really, especially the second and fourth quarters lower. There's no reason to adjust that first quarter where we're four and out to the over already. Fifty five or more points.
4: And what we know is in the first quarter and in the third quarter, One thing that's remained consistent, Steph Curry is on the floor nearly every second of the first and third quarters in these finals. I expect that to be the case again. If you're looking to play totals, you want him on the floor as much as possible. So that's a, an easy one for me. The, to the,
6: summarize three best bets, then, you've got first quarter over 52. McKenzie, third quarter, Golden State minus 150. I am on Boston, first half, plus two, three best bets tonight.
4: There you go, guys. So three ways to get at... Game five of the NBA Finals. You have a feel who's going to win the game, or does it, does a spread matter tonight? What's your What's your best bet?
6: Lean on the game. Boston plus four could go either way.
4: McKenzie, very close. Uh, plus four is a lean. Okay, I I lean to Golden State, but I'm certainly not giving up four points. All right, if you missed any of today's show, you can check out the podcast at foxsportsradio.com. We're back tomorrow, 6 Eastern, 3 o'clock Vegas time. We'll know who won Game 5, who's in control. He's Steve Fezzik. I'm A.J. Hoffman. We are straight out of Vegas. Straight
1: out of Vegas!